Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Croner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant through overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. I hope you all are having a lovely day. At the time of this recording, it is summer here in Denver, and I am loving it. It's so nice and warm outside, almost too warm, actually, but I'll take it over the cold, cold, cold. Um, Yeah, so today we are talking about adding value versus being valuable. So this is going to be a similar episode to the last episode, but we're going to be looking at it from a different angle. So in the last episode, we talked about what it means to work clean versus working dirty. If you're interested in hearing that episode, you may go listen to that one first, or you may listen to it after this one. But this one is kind of in conjunction with the last episode I did. And we're basically going to be discussing similar concepts, but from a different vantage point or angle. So as I mentioned before, today I'm going to flush out the difference between being valuable and the value we bring to our executives and organizations. So we're going to start with adding value in your role. So adding value in your role is something that you can control. It's something within your control. And it involves getting more done in less time and thinking strategically about how we can add value, asking those high level questions and not just being the boots on the ground, but taking a step back and taking a bird's eye view. We want to be macro and micro in our roles and taking a step back is part of strategy to look and see where the holes are so that you can fill them in advance of your executive asking to look and see where the holes are for your executive so that you can help him fill in the gaps and you can kind of think strategically for your executive. That is adding value in your role. And also adding value in your role relies on feedback from others. So in order to actually know whether we're adding value in our role, we can ask our executive to give us some feedback. We can ask our colleagues and coworkers to give us some feedback just to know that we're tracking and on track with our executive. And it is also like inserting yourself into your executive's shoes, not into his brain, but into his shoes to be able to see things from his vantage point and add that strategic value. So, (laughs) and we ask for feedback in order to improve our job performance. So I know that we all know that, but that's a great, that's adding value in your role. Now, I'm going to really dive into being valuable because being valuable uh, is tied closely to our worthiness, right, as humans. So being valuable as a human, and this is going somewhere, just trust me on that one. We are going to be summing this up beautifully at the end, but being valuable on the other hand is tied to our worthiness and all human beings are worthy and all human beings are valuable. It is outside of your control, unlike the value add you bring to your executive and organization, and it has nothing to do with your work performance. Being valuable has nothing to do with your work performance when we're talking about our value as human beings that take up space on this earth, that draw breath on this earth. And as a result, your worthiness, your value does not rely on feedback from others. 
your value simply is. I'm going to repeat that. Your value does not rely on feedback from others. Your value as a human does not rely on feedback from others. Your value just is. Now, this is different than adding value in your role where feedback from others is important to improve your job performance and is something within your control, right? The value you add to your executive is something within your control. Relying on feedback from others is something that is also pertinent to adding value in your role. It is not pertinent, however, to being valuable and worthy as a human. So those are two big differences that I really want to drive home and I'm going somewhere with this. So just hang tight. So if your value just is, that means society doesn't get to decide your value, your executive, your manager, your colleagues, your coworkers, your friends, your partner, your family do not get to decide you're valuable. Not even you get to decide you're valuable because value just is. You as a human on this earth are valuable. That's just the way it is. God values you, whatever you want to call the source. I call him God because I believe in Jesus and it's just my upbringing. I love Jesus and yeah. So God (laughs) values all his creation and us as humans. Therefore, you are valuable, period. Even if other people may not recognize it. And even if you don't believe in God, it does not negate the fact that you are valuable as a human taking up breath, taking up space on this earth. Now, this isn't to say that we as a society always recognize everyone's value, right? Throughout history, (laughs) people who identify as women, minority groups, the marginalized communities have all been undervalued and devalued. But just because the majority doesn't acknowledge your value still does not make you not valuable. Right. So um, I'm just I'm just pointing these things out. I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. But your value just is. And your value as a human is a right you have by drawing breath and taking up space on this earth. So you are valuable regardless of whether or not you acknowledge it, regardless of whether or not you agree with me here, regardless of anything else, you as a human are valuable. So where we get into trouble is when we confuse our value as workers with our value and worthiness as humans. I'm going to read that again. (laughs) Where we get into trouble is when we confuse the value we bring to our executive and organizations with our value and worthiness as humans. So often we can tend to assign our intrinsic value or worthiness to our job performance which is a problem because when we assign our worthiness as humans, our value as humans to our job performance, then we're assigning our worthiness and value as humans essentially to what others think about us, to our job performance. We're essentially assigning our value to something outside of ourselves. Now, this is different than adding value. I want to remind you of that. Like, Our value as humans is intrinsic and can't be taken from us. Our value as workers (laughs) is not a given. So where we get into trouble is when we confuse our value as workers, our value as assistants with our intrinsic and value and worthiness as humans. 
So, and this happens without us even realizing that it's happening, right? Because we so want to bring that value to our executive and organization. We so want to be a value add and we want to be a strategic partner and we want to level up and add value at the highest level. And we often will trade our will trade our worthiness as humans for our worthiness in the workplace. And this can cause several issues. And one of the things that happens when we assign our intrinsic value and worthiness to our jobs, to our value add at the office, when we link those two things, is that we put a lot of clout into what others think about us as humans, when we should just be putting uh, a lot of clout into what others think about us as workers, right? We don't take that feedback from a clean place and we freak out. When, whenever we upset or disappoint our executive or colleagues or coworkers or what are, are all wrapped up in what others think about us. And when we assign our intrinsic value or worthiness to our jobs, our job performance no longer becomes about our job performance, it becomes about us as humans and about our worthiness as humans and about our value as humans. So I'm just pointing these things out because oftentimes we can tend to forget that our worthiness as humans isn't at all linked to the job performance that we provide to our executive. It isn't at all linked to the value add that we are bringing, which is why in the last episode I talk about clean working, I talk about dirty working, and how we can really step into the fullness of ourselves and our identity as workers without having to link it to our value as a human being, right? So essentially what's happening whenever we link our value as a worker to our value as a human or when we override our value as a human with our value as a worker is that we essentially assign our value as humans to something outside of ourselves. So to be clear, this is different than adding value from a clean place. This is different than adding value from a place of enoughness within ourselves first and then adding value from there. This is essentially the opposite. This is mistaking (laughs) our self-worth for our worth as a worker, our worth as, as somebody contributing value to a company or to our executives, right? So I'm just pointing this out because I think often we can mistake these two things. We can mistake our worthiness as a worker and our the value we bring to our executive and organization with our value as a human taking up space and taking up breath on this earth. Now I'm just going to remind you guys, one just is, like being a valuable human being, being a worthy human being just is. There's nothing you can do to detract from that, even though our society may not value certain individuals like they should, they're still... We are still valuable as humans taking up breath on this earth, regardless of what anyone tells us, which is the whole premise for, you know, um, um, equity and civil rights and DEI and everything that is good and beautiful about all of those things, right? And so I'm just pointing these things out to just remind us all (laughs) that we, if we can detach our, the value we bring to our executives and organizations from our self-worth as humans, that only can serve us. It doesn't serve us to wrap all these things together because then the lines get murky. Then we end up putting our worth into what others think about us, into our job performance, all of that, instead of looking inward, instead of looking to God, instead of looking to source, whatever, however you want to see that for yourselves to find your value. 
right? So I'm just pointing these things out because I've noticed a trend as I coach assistants that oftentimes we can get wrapped up into what others think about us and the value we're bringing to our executive and organization. And it's not necessarily serving us or helpful to us. And whenever we do that, whenever we are actually wrapping our self-worth into our work, this takes off focus from adding value and inadvertently or unintentionally ends up controlling, trying to control what others think about us. Instead of adding value um, from a clean place, we're trying to prove something to someone else. And that type of lack isn't a good place to operate from, in my opinion. <laughs> and it's very fear-based, right? Because whenever we, whenever we want to control what somebody thinks about us, we generally have this fear that we're going to get fired or, or fear of failure in some way that's, that's driving the bus instead of us being intentional about how, how we're driving the bus, about making those choices that will actually serve us and move us forward in our career, about making those decisions from a place of worthiness already, and then adding value from that place of abundance. Or what ends up happening as well is we can internalize all the feedback, everything, and we can let that cause us to feel resentful towards our executive, towards our colleagues, towards our coworkers, because we aren't getting the accolades we feel we deserve, and that leads to resentments. So I know this is basically the same theme of the last episode, but it's approaching it from a different vantage point. So how is your, how are you adding value in your current position? And how does that differentiate for you from being valuable as a human? So I just, I just want to point these things out because I think we can tend to wrap our identities up into so many different things. I know for me, a big part of my identity now is being a mom. And I could totally get wrapped up into worrying about my kids and am I screwing them up and oh my gosh, am I a good mother and this, that, or the other. Or I can stand in the knowledge that I as a human am designed and created by God and therefore I am worthy to be here on this earth taking up space taking up breath. And then from that place, from the place of abundance and worthiness and value, then bringing value to my kids, then, then showing up from them from a place of abundance and not fear of screwing them up, not fear of failing as a parent, which we all fail. Like <laughs> That's the other piece of this too. There's no such thing as perfect and failure is inevitable anyway. And I'm not saying that we don't try here or that we don't put forth our best efforts to to not screw up our kids or to not screw up at the office, what I am saying is that we approach it from a more abundant place and we approach it from enoughness already. So that is what I have for you guys today. I realize it's basically the same theme that I spoke about last week, but it's approaching it from a different angle. Adding value versus being valuable. It's really important that we acknowledge our value as humans on this earth first and foremost, and that that take precedent over the value that we bring to our executive and organization for many reasons. Like I'll never forget, um, after I had my stroke back in 2012, I was so wrapped up. My identity was so wrapped up in who I was as a worker and who I was as an assistant. And all of that recalibrated instantaneously because it had to, because I was told I wasn't worth what the company was paying me. I was withheld my bonus. <laughs> I was basically pushed out of the company uh, without being let go or fired. Um, I was retaliated against as, as I was recovering. It was a whole big mess, right? 
And I could have let that mean, and I did let that mean for a long time, that I wasn't a good enough assistant, that I wasn't worthy as a human or as a person. And until I realized that like my value and who I am is not tied to my job. And so once I disconnected or, or unentwined those two concepts for myself, and I could see myself as fully, fully 100% worthy and valuable apart from my role as an assistant, then I was able to add value at such a cleaner place instead of from a place of like, well, I'll show you and da, 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 like, which is where I was at initially after I had my stroke and initially after I had all those things happen at the office, right? And I could have let that define me the rest of my career if I had let it, but I chose not to. And I chose to step into my worthiness because God created me (laughs) and because that's just who I am as a human. And I know I'm valuable as a human, as you are as well. So I just want to encourage you today, if you're feeling down about a mistake that you made at the office or something that's going on, certain dynamics in your role at your office, I just want to encourage you that you are worthy and you are valuable as a human, period. And the value you add to your executive and organization from that place of total worthiness and value can be such a higher value add than when we tie and wrap our identities so much into our job that that whenever we take whenever we get some constructive feedback or something negative happens that it destroys us right (laughs) so yeah guys i just want to encourage you that if that is you today know that it's normal know that i think we all struggle with this from time to time but that you don't have to let any failure define you because you are worthy as a human and then you can take the constructive feedback from a clean place you can take the good bits and let the rest go right so that is what i have for you today be intentional be whole that is all for now if you're an assistant or administrative professional i'd like to invite you to join me inside the whole assistant membership In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you wanna create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.